Hey girls, welcome back to the Hurt Podcast. We are finishing our series called Pretty Little Liars today, and I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest speaker. Her name is Gracie. Hi, Gracie. Thanks for speaking on the Hurt Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have you again. I think it's been a while. It's probably been a couple months since you've uh, been on our podcast, but you spoke before in a different topic, so I'm super excited to have you again. So welcome. Yay. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in your world right now, and then we'll kind of jump in. Um, so what's new? So um, during quarantine, just definitely focusing on um, writing new music, um, focusing on just deepening like my relationships around me. Um, I think definitely I've been trying to develop more um, um, self-confidence in the sense of being confident in what I know I'm supposed to be doing with my life and um, just confident in the sense that I have the abilities that um, I need to succeed. So I think there's been a lot of like growth happening in the past few months for me, at least. Um, And I think that's very similar for a lot of people um, throughout this whole season of coronavirus and, you know, all of that kind of stuff going on. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's almost been like, I feel like for me, the past couple of months has really been just like a detox, like, like learning to be okay with being alone prior prioritizing our time with different decisions we're making and yeah it's more of like a detox not only just like mentally emotionally spiritually but like also physically too because it's just I mean it's it's been it's almost like your life is on pause because you can't control certain things that you want to do yeah for real forces you to focus on things that are important whether that's (laughs) mental emotional intentional whatever but Welcome back to the Hurt Podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you about today's podcast. So as you know, we're talking about this title of this month and it's called Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. And so we're going to basically chat about just the lies we believe for so long, whether that's, you know, lies in a relationship, um, everyday life, or, you know, just lies that kept us from our purpose. So my first question for you, Grace, is... What are some things that you battled with maybe in high school? Because I know you're in college right now. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you battled with in high school or some little lies that you believed and you look back and you're like, God, Grace, like, why did you think that? Or why did you believe that? I think um, one of the biggest things for me, some lies that I believed were things that were spoken over me or things that were said to me. So, um, one of the big ones was not being good enough. Mm -hmm. And for me, I had to learn that I may not be the best person in the world, but I'm the perfect person for my purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be anything other than myself and that's okay. And I think um, I was focusing on so much on the flaws that I have and not focusing on, um, what I needed to do and the things that I was capable of. Um, so for me, um, I struggled a lot with perfectionism and needing everything to be, um, flawless in all aspects. And it put me in a position where I was constantly and consistently frustrated with, um, 
myself because I felt like I wasn't good enough to do the things that I was doing. Um, I felt like I wasn't good enough, not only in general, but to be um, serving where I was asked to serve. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a worship leader, that's really difficult because you have to take on the responsibility of leading a team um, of other people as the imperfect person that we um, that we are. And um, it's it's definitely something that um, is a process to overcome. And it's not that it just goes away one day. It's it's um, you know, you consistently have to um, remind yourself of who you are and the fact that we may not be perfect in the world's eyes, but we're perfect in God's eyes and we're perfect um, in the sense of how we were made and what we were made to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big thing for me that I overcame um, definitely transitioning from high school into college and being in LA and um, serving at C3 LA under some incredible pastors there definitely helped me take that next step. Gotcha. That's good. I love it. What was there a position or a moment in your life that got your attention to realize like, Hey Grace, this is an issue or this is something that you've believed for so long and it's, it's not healthy. Was there, you know, someone who confronted you? Was there a situation? Like what was the moment for you that got your attention and was like, okay, this is not healthy. Um, for that specific thing. Yeah. Um, I would say um, the moment that I realized was, um, so I, I was worship leading um, a set and um, our normal worship pastor wasn't there. Um, so it was on me to lead the team um, without any support from mm-hmm. anyone else. Um And I remember I asked someone else on the team that was in the congregation that night. I said, I said, how was it? Like, like, how was it? And they were like, and they were like, well, it sounded great. Like all of this stuff. And, and they were saying like very different things, you know, about like the presence that was there. And I was like, I know, but how did it sound? Like, how was my diction? How was this? Mm -hmm. And she was like, the presence was there. That's all you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, shoot, maybe I am worrying about the wrong things. And that kind of sent me into the spiral of um, realizing all of the things that I was overthinking. Mm-hmm. And I realized I needed to focus my attention more on what God like where God wants to take a service rather than how to perfectly execute the song or how to sing it in the best way that I can or what like runs I want to do. It's not about those kind of things. It's about the presence of God in the room. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that needs to be focused on. So I think that was definitely the defining moment for me of when I started to really understand how unhealthy that thought pattern was. Mm -hmm. And um, it brought me to a place of, um, openness to where I was able to grow from that. Yeah, that's good. I heard, um, I used to lead worship in youth like years and years ago, but I heard a leader one time who was a worship leader talk and he he was like, basically the moment you step on stage, like your focus is 
not the insecurities and the position and you know the talents of you but it's also like stepping into a holy place of allowing God to you know be be the presence and anoint you and it's almost like wherever your vision was when you stepped on stage like that's where yeah they go so it kind of reminded me of when you were saying that it's like you know we're humans and we overthink especially as women like we overthink and exaggerate and you know we have our insecurities and issues everybody's human but at the same time it's like how do you find that balance of like walking on stage and being like god like here's my gift here's what you gave me you know like just Mm -hmm. be the hands and feet be my voice and do what you got to do and we kind of lose that moment because you know a lot of pressures on us especially like I know for me like I battled with perfection a lot too and it was like if I didn't give that perfection it was like you're a failure exactly yeah so I can only imagine like having to balance that when you get on stage being like you know worrying about all those little details but at the same yeah it wasn't even about that. So thank you for sharing. What about in college? Was there any, I mean, you're still in college now, but um, I know, I know like when I've talked to other girls in college, a big thing is like friendships. Like, you know, you have such situation in high school and then, you know, you notice a lot of insecurities with like lies, obviously. But once you get to college, it's like, you're, it's like that midway to adulthood. Mm. You're still trying to like figure it out. But what are some things that you battled with? I guess are battling with, you know, in in college or, you know, maybe it has to do with a relationship, some lies that, you know, you had to really work on. I think um, one of the biggest lies um, kind of, kind of in the aspect of um, aspect of that is trust Mm -hmm. is a huge thing. And um, I had to learn that through a, a, through a very, very bad relationship that, you can't trust everyone immediately and you do have to be very careful where you put your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me personally, it was a situation that um, was very out of hand at times and I learned a lot from it, but Mm -hmm. it was um, very emotional for me. And I think all of the lying in that situation. And um, there was a lot of um, bad things that were spoken over me and lies that were said about me. And it got so bad to where I started to believe that about myself. Mm -hmm. And I've changed as a person um, throughout the years so much to where I am very proud of who I am becoming and who I continue to grow to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this person had consistently spoken really negative things over me and it was just, um, and they were very untrue to try to get um, control over my life and get control over um, all the things in my life. And I started to believe those things. And for me, I think that happens to a lot of girls, especially in relationships that um, where it's someone a lot older um, and, me being younger and not as experienced, they can really take advantage of, um, of girls like that. And, um, I think it's so important to remember like that it is, it's like necessary to have those standards. It is a hundred percent necessary to keep those standards and it is a hundred percent necessary to test those standards 
in each person that you date, especially um, especially for those people who are serving in a high position of leadership at a young age, it is even more important to protect your heart mm-hmm. because it may seem like there's no one good enough or there's no one, you know, like um, there's no one that will fit all your standards, but God will send the right person. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I agree. And um, I think f- sometimes it does take longer than, um, than it will for other people, but because it's because of how special and how like, um, and how not gifted, but, um, how much weight a person carries because someone like someone who's in that kind of leadership needs someone that is at either the same level or higher than them. Yeah. Like equally yoked with them. Yeah. And so sometimes that's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. In, I mean, in young ages, and I think, I think there's a lot of times where, um, where um, is I? At least this is true for me. Um, people will jump into a relationship because it seems convenient, and then fall in love with that person, and then that person ends up taking advantage of something that that person has. Mm-hmm. that the other um, person hasn't. And that that was my case. Um, it was very, like, very um, emotionally, mentally, physically um, abusive. And mm-hmm. I think for me, if I had not established my self-worth and I did not have friends that kept me in check, I would have um, gone the down a very, very... Um, different path than I did after that ended yeah and I think for me it would have been really really difficult um, to come back from that if I hadn't had um, really focused on myself before that Mm -hmm. and I think God sends people into your life for a reason and you have to figure out whether it's um, whether it's someone that stays or whether it's a lesson because it can be either Mm -hmm. There's seasons for everything. And I think um, that season for me was definitely a very, very difficult thing, but it had to be learned. Yeah. Because you have to realize, and I have to realize, like there are bad people out there and there are people that will take advantage of you. And you need to remember, um, you need to remember that um, God has the best for you. So don't settle for anything less. And you can't, you can't um, continue to, um, um, compromise over little things like it's different when you're saying when you find something wrong with every single person but like that that's that's another issue but it is really important to notice the red flags and sometimes you'll believe the lies and say that you even tell yourself and you'll say well I just really like him and I want to give him a chance. And it's like, but how many chances are you going to give that person? Mm-hmm. I think um, what I learned to stick by is the, the three finger chance. So they do it once, um, you know, okay, may- maybe it was an accident. You know, you, you're getting to know them, you know, whatever. They do it twice. Hmm, that's a little bit like, that's a little bit of a coincidence. The third red flag is like, okay, there's been too many. It's done. Like you end it there 
mm-hmm. um, non-negotiable. No matter how much you love that person, no matter how much you care for that person, if they are showing that many red flags, and if if that's meant to be, you will send them off. They will heal. They will do their thing, and they need to do that. You can't fix someone. Yeah. You have to send them off so that they can heal on their own. And then if they love you like they say they do, if they love you like they f- like you feel that they do, they will come back to you. If that's meant to be, it will happen. So you have to let that go to God and you have to say, well, okay, if I love this person, I want the best for them. And the best for them is to be able to give them the space to grow. Yeah, I agree. And I like what you said when you were saying how, like, it's either um, you were saying something like it's either either there for a lesson or they're there like permanently. Mm-hmm. And it took me a really long time to figure this out, too, because like you go through seasons of life, people come and go, you know, people stay for a long time and then go. And right. uh, I've had to learn the hard way that like just because everybody walks and it, think of like think of like a, a boxed house like just because mm-hmm. doors open and people come in doesn't mean they're gonna stay there and sleep over you know like the door is still there people walk out all the time but yeah it's there's you have options to, there's like boundaries and yeah there's boundaries you know that you have to make when people come and go inside your home um obviously but um I've learned the hard way that like when not everybody who comes in is supposed to be in my life permanently or is part of my purpose and part of my calling and like you know everything's picture perfect because yeah some amazing you know people come in and we got connections you know they've brought me you know work things or just whatever and Mm -hmm. all right but then there's also been those people who are red flags but also look good so it's like yeah you don't see the actual red flag you just see the covering and I think I think the biggest the biggest lie that the enemy gives us is sending someone into your life that looks good that looks good on the outside yeah but all the red flags are there but it's like oh but it's like more of a pinkish shade so it's okay right yeah but no it's still a shade of red no matter how you disguise it no matter how much um they apologize for what they're doing it's still happening if someone like okay say um say someone comes up and runs over your foot with their car they're like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but you still have a broken foot and you still have to go to the hospital yeah like and and then they do it again and then you have to go like they do it to your other foot and then you have to go and get another broken foot fixed like how many times are you going to let someone break your feet like that? How many times are you going to let someone step on your toes? And it's a different story when it's learning and it's like yeah, little things. But when it's red flags um, that are um, compromising their character, that is a totally different thing. And yeah. I think um, a very practical way to protect your heart in situations like that while you're getting to know someone is... Um, like you said earlier, thinking of a house. Yeah. You, okay. So basically your life is a house with many rooms. You're not going to let some random person go into your bedroom on the first day that they're welcome in your home. Right. That you're having like a little party or something. There's certain rooms that they're not going to be able to like, that they're not going to be allowed to go to. 
because of the things that are in those rooms. So think of your life as things that are in those rooms. You have to close off some of those rooms at first, protect them with a key, protect them with a little passcode, because not everyone needs to know your deepest, darkest secrets on the first, like in, in the first few months or the first, like, you know, it's, it's about getting to know someone That's a gradual thing. And a lot of people will rush that. And I know that I rushed that and that compromised my heart because it made me um, fall in love with someone who didn't care, didn't truly care for my best intentions, even though it looked like it on the outside, his intention was to, um, was to manipulate, lie to me and hurt me in like the deepest way that someone can do that. Yeah. And so you have to be so careful. So you have to protect each and every one of those rooms until the right time comes to give them a tour of that room. Yeah. I agree. And and it goes back to boundaries and just using wisdom with things like, you know, you can allow people to come to your life and come in your life, but you also have to set a boundary of like, and realize what's healthy and what's not. Um, I guess my last question for you to wrap up the podcast, if you could give three um, different encouraging, you know, steps to the girls listening to this podcast, whether it's, you know, lies that we've believed um, relationship tips or just anything. What are three things that you, if, looking back, that you would have told Grace, you know, years ago? Three encouraging things that you that these girls could take if they're walking through high school with the lies or college or relationships or whatever it is. What yeah. are three steps? Um, I think three steps that I would focus on for this would be um, the first one being. Um, be very careful who you give your heart to Mm -hmm. and um, until someone earns that trust, don't like, don't be very difficult to trust, but be careful to trust. Right. So that means, you know, lock, like, like we said a minute ago, like don't let everyone in those rooms first. Like you're going to put away your valuables. Mm -hmm. If someone's touring your home, you're not going to let them like, be able to steal that from you. Right. Um, and I think um, the the second thing would definitely be um, before you get into a relationship, you have to love yourself. You have to be confident in who you are as a person because if two confident people come together, the relationship will be the best that it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. If one confident person and one um, struggling person come together, that struggling person is going to weigh the confident person down. Mm-hmm. Now, if two struggling people come together, the relationship itself is just, just going to be a back and forth of toxicity. <laughs> yes. It's just going to be a back and forth of toxicity. So you have to make sure you're healthy by yourself without adding another person to that mix. Mm-hmm. Because... When you have, when you have two people coming together, it's supposed to be a hundred percent of each person. Mm-hmm. It's not 50, 50, it's a hundred of each. That makes the whole, like you're supposed to be equally yoked. Like you said before. Yeah. Um, and it is so important to, um, to have someone that has your best intentions. 
So I think that wraps up the second thing. Um, the third thing I would want to leave you girls with is um, is probably um, a practical tip on how to um, be like be okay by yourself because there are a lot of people in the world and in society today that cannot be by themselves and they jump from relationship to relationship because they can't confront the issues that they're having on their own. Right. So I, I would say the biggest and best thing to do is, um, is to be declaring like good things of yourself, like in the morning, like reminding yourself of, um, of the positive things and even maybe recognizing the flaws that you have and making them positive. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you so much, Grace, for speaking on the Herd podcast and for so, so much wisdom on today's podcast. So I just want to honor you and thank you for taking the time to just, you know, share a little bit about your story and your past and situations when it comes to lies that we believed. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love you. And I love every single one of you girls listening. Well, guys, too. Guys may listen to this podcast and it might help them. Well, thank you so, so much just for being, yeah. being on the podcast today and being a loyal friend. And ladies, make sure you stay tuned for July. We're going to have a new topic um, coming in July. So stay tuned for next week. Yay. Bye, guys.